Forget your former managers, ignore the ex-pros. As football fans, we all know the real experts drink in pubs. It's funny, it's argumentative, and often it's just plain wrong. Welcome to the Foss Arms Public House and welcome to the Leicester City Pubcast. Welcome to the Leicester City Pubcast, home of the FA Cup holders. And home tonight for myself and Norm for a table for two in the Foss Arms. Killer not joining us tonight. Norm is having a, b- a bit of a night off, so uh, are you okay? I'm very well, thank you. I'm looking forward to a, a nice table for two with you, Tim. Look, sounds sounds delicious. <laughs> So since we, we've we've actually been uh, we missed we missed a week and in fact I've missed two weeks haven't I you and you and Killer had a lovely chat we did uh, a, a, a couple of weeks ago but um yeah so this, the city have actually played three times since then and and all of a sudden from not being able to keep anything at all out of our onion bag we've suddenly got more clean sheets than the Foss Laundrette <laughs> which which borders this wonderful t- tavern of ours doesn't it so where has all that come from we'll touch on the Europa a, a little bit later rather than going down the mine on Randers but um if we if we get stuck into the uh, the Premier League games and two clean sheets yes um rather incredible isn't it uh, I, I, I'm a little. I have to say, I'm a little lost for words, really, because it's it's come as a as a bit of a bit of a surprise. I'm I'm sure it's uh, linked to Chris Wood not playing for Burnley anymore, but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been um, it's it's been a it's been a good it's been a good week, and I have to say, um, Amity and Sernchu have looked. A, whilst there's always that scope for that horrendous error, I, I do feel in general they they have they're forging a little bit of a partnership and have looked 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 a little bit better in the last uh, the last couple of weeks and i mean i don't know whether that's the standard of opposition i mean let's not forget who we've played but um no disrespect of course to those to those teams but um yeah i think defensively they, they, we have looked a, a little brighter and and that's despite losing you know our wing, you know, our wing backs again, and you know Pereira being injured again, and you know Chowdhury playing at <laughs> Chowdhury playing at the right back. I mean, it's 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 still incredibly makeshift. So given all that, pretty pretty delighted, or, or almost as good as the the points we've been gaining. Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely unbelievable, isn't it? That to have Castagna, Justin, and Pereira all out at the same time again, even at this stage in the season after the season that we've had. But let, let's just, let's go back to to the couple of games uh, uh, in a little bit, and just a couple of things to pick out. Well, certainly for me with Burnley, I was pleasantly surprised, bordering on the amazed <laughs> at how we matched them physically. Yes, yes, uh, spot on, and uh, and it's no surprise that we've come out triumphant having done that i mean we have got better players so the fact that we did battle and put our foot in and and like showed some you know showed some real effort and like you say match match them physically it's that's what you need to do against teams like that it's uh i mean if you look at chelsea against them at the weekend i mean for the first half burnley were in, you know in, incredible they're a very very difficult team to play against because of how they play and we did exceptionally well and to be honest um, I know it took a couple of late goals from our super subs. Um, what a delight to see um, Vardy back and, and back yeah. on the score sheet. 
Um, and a lovely finish from um, Madison as well, who's, who seems to be getting better and better at the moment. So it's a shame he he, yeah. he got that picked up, that injury. But yeah, I mean, all, all in all, we could have been out. I think we could have been out of sight. So a fairly comfortable 2-0 victory against Burnley, I thought, which whilst obviously I always predict us to win, it, it's a very, very tough game for us, Burnley away. A tough game for most teams. So, yeah, really, really, really pleasing. And may, maybe the maybe the players have realised that they're not, they aren't quite as good as they think they are. Maybe Rogers has finally got his point across and there's a, there's a bit of effort coming from the majority of them. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you touched on the two players I'd have mentioned as well. I agree with Madison. I mean, it's just really, you know, very poor first half of the season. You know, we shouldn't forget that, but we should equally be, you know, and we, we were very critical. We should equally be dishing out the praise when he's playing in the way that he is, particularly as you're gone very quiet. And I, I think Madison, you know, some of his touches and, and finishes, I mean, in the last last two or three games have been absolutely outstanding. They literally find in the corner, um, yeah, giving, giving the goalie he, no chance. You know, hit yeah, the poster absolutely. stamp. Yeah, doing doing what he does best. I mean, and he's cl- he's clearly a real confidence player. And I, I, I always I've said this before. I, I don't think he ever doesn't try. I just think sometimes it, he just seems to find it very difficult. But when he's on form, he, you know, he he flows and he he does look like a a great a, you know a great player. And if he carries on like this, there's no reason to think that he can't force himself back into at least having Southgate come and have a little look at him, even if he's, you know, even if he's not quite Southgate's cup of tea, you know, you'd be expecting him to be there or thereabouts, particularly with how Grealish is, is playing this season. You know, he's, he's, yeah, found good transi- point. he's found the transition to a inverted commas, big club. Very difficult, hasn't he? I think he scored twice and yeah. two assists. He's, he's simply not the same player as he was with it being the, the big fish in the little pond. He's now the little fish in, in with the big boys. And uh, so someone like Madison really, really has got a, a, a wonderful opportunity, I think, to, you know, be a good end to the season. We could could see him knocking on the door. We'll start to get an idea, won't we, when there's some friendlies, because I, I think he's not going to take him to the World Cup without having played in a few friendlies. No. It, it will be intriguing. I don't think he can do too much more at the moment if there was an England friendly tomorrow. But as you've right. as you've as you've hinted at, I think you know I think Southgate's start point with Madison is that he doesn't like him, so I, I think he's probably going to have to do a little bit more than than other players. And there's a hell of a lot of competition around that sort of area, isn't the Grealish Foden? Yeah, and, uh, and, and even, well, you know Ward Prowse has had a great season. Ward yeah, Prowse no, I, absolutely. And I think and I think the fact that we did so, given that we did so well in the Euros. Um, Southgate does like to keep, um, you know, he's fairly, what's the word, um, loyal, isn't he, to players? So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if he'd look back on that and think, well, okay, Grealish hasn't been great, but you know what? He he he, he played a part in what was a successful tournament, so it's a bit unfair to to knock him on the head. So it's um, well, look, we're, look, we're digressing a little bit, but yeah, I I, I think he's he's got to have a chance, but. It's great for Leicester, you know. If if Madison is starting to think that he's got an opportunity and carries on playing like he's playing, then that's just great news because he, he he's a he's a joy to watch and he, he gives us that you know he gives us that that creative stuff that um, just going to hop onto Leeds briefly, which was noticeably missing 
a little bit from the midfield against Leeds. Yeah. Yeah, well let's come on let's come on to Leeds then as it's as it's the most recent game. So um yeah, I mean it was a little bit you know, I was I was very, very encouraged by that Burnley game for various reasons. Yeah. Harvey Barnes as well. We ought to mention um, I think in both games for me has yeah. been excellent. And I know Killer's not always his biggest fan. It would have been interesting to have Killer on tonight to perhaps see see that other perspective. But I you know, I'm I'm a big Harvey Harvey Barnes fan and he's absolutely come back to form. Yeah. Um but it felt is this a fair we, we took a step forward against Burnley and pretty much took the step back against Leeds. I take your point on Madison, but the Leeds performance was disappointing, wasn't it? Against, you know, let, let's be honest, that, that that is not far off a championship side, isn't it? Against a team that um, have held, now hold the monthly record for Premier League goals conceded in a calendar month. Um, right, wow. So, uh, <laughs> but look... Leeds, Leeds played and set up well. They had their new manager bounce, who, who amused me a little bit. So sorry to go to the end of the game, but before I forget to say this, um, he did amuse me by saying he felt that it was the performance that mattered more than the three points, which seems a little bit. Um, well, Twelve games left, mate. To save your job. Yeah, and you're, you're, you're in a you're in a relegation you're in a relegation battle. But the performance was great. But yeah, we didn't get the, we didn't get any anything from the game. But I think the, the Leeds fans would be thinking, mm, not necessarily the the kind of message we, we would want to be sending across to us. But um, were, were, were they the were they the kind of skinny grey jeans that you would want your manager to be wearing as well? <laughs> Well, obviously, obviously not. <laughs> but no, look. I mean, look back to the game. It was a funny old game. I, I thought we, I thought we started all right. And I, I didn't really feel that we played. We didn't play well, but I didn't feel anyone. Apart, I, I say anyone. I thought Tielemans was atrocious. But aside from him, I, I thought attacking wise we looked okay. The defense looked okay. Schmeichel obviously played. You know did a couple of blinding saves. So I appreciate that the game could have slipped away from us, but I never really felt that we were awful. I just felt we were just a little bit off the pace. Um, but I think that was probably more the more to do with Leeds than than us. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't quite what I was expecting. I was, I was expecting us to win fairly comfortably, but... I thought I thought Barnes, you know, it was attacking beautifully. Um, Vardy running in behind it. You can see how much, even though he didn't score on Saturday, you can see how much we miss what he what he brings to the side. Just his sheer effort. Is is that Barnes you're talking about? Vardy. I mean, like Vardy. Barnes sorry. Was, yeah. yeah, Barnes was br- brilliant, but just Vardy was not many chances. I've just lost you there, Norm. So uh, hope, hopefully you can get back in and given that it's a, a table for two but I'll, I'll jump in and say that um I thought very, very interesting for me when um when Vardy came on first of all loved it absolutely love watching Jamie Vardy in a Leicester show it just it literally just makes me smile seeing him come onto the pitch so I, I thought it was terrific um, seeing, seeing him start the game against Leeds, I wasn't sure if he was going to, um, given what had happened his injury, and, and he turned up against Burnley. But was he going to start the game? Terrific that he did. I suppose if there's a slight downside to this for me, 
it is showing the difference and the the development that Dakar needs because you know there, there has been an absolute gulf in the performances of Pats and Dakar and Jamie Vardy and I think we've 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 all been very very encouraged by what we've seen from Dakar um but at the same time wow you know Vardy bustling down the lines nudging people in the ribs doing what he does best just occupying the defenders he is an absolute nightmare to play against in a way that Dakar isn't yet and um and I, I think that's you know that that is something for the coaches to think about in terms of Dakar and I'm sure they will be working with him and he's he's got no one better to learn from Again, I spoke to a friend of mine over the weekend who was sort of saying we've got a year, maybe a year and a half left of, of Jamie Vardy at Leicester. I don't see that. I, I don't see that at all. I, I, He looks to me every bit as good as, as he's ever been. I think he's being used correctly by Rodgers. He's been used sparingly um, by Rodgers um, at, in, at times as well. So um, I don't. I really don't see any problem with him having started later, doing another two or three years for us. I sincerely hope that's going to be the case. So, um, yeah, th- that was that was interesting. Um, I thought Barnes was absolutely terrific against Leeds. And um, just overall, like, absolutely fantastic. So that's our Leicester Maestro Vardy. But the, the other guy, Norm, I, I wanted to pick up was um, Ken and Dewsbury Hall. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you've mentioned him because I, I, I wanted to talk about him. I... At the beginning of the season, I felt he couldn't. He, he looked like a, a great prospect, and and felt that he was moving in the right direction. But he couldn't find a player with his passing. I, I was really, really disappointed in him. To be honest, he is turning into an outstanding midfield player. And right, well, let me push you. What do you mean by outstanding? Well, he he looks like he's bossing it. I, I mean, to the point. Well, I'll tell you what I mean by outstanding. As things stand at the moment. If I had the choice between Tielemans playing for Leicester at the moment in, in a side or Dewsbury Hall, there's only one player I'd be starting, and that's Dewsbury Hall. I, yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm on form. You can't argue with that. Yeah, I, th- I think he's. I think he's. He's got his confidence. I think he. I think he's. He's everywhere. He's. He's tackling and he's running on the ball. I, I, I think is superb. I do think his passing needs to just improve a little bit and he's you know he's passing it to our players now thank goodness but perhaps not hasn't quite got that killer through ball or quite got that in his game yet but I, I'm, I'm really wanting to just just for what he's bringing to the side I think he's doing so fantastically well and given that I, I, I was unsure about him earlier on in the season I think it's only right to kind of be delighted in swallowing some humble pie and and saying I think we've got a real I think we've got a real player there and from worrying about not just Tielemans' form but the fact he is going to leave the club I have to say the more and more I'm seeing of him I think we've got a ready-made replacement that is going to kick on and be a really great servant for our club. Yeah, I, I mean I really like his. Um, I don't not want us to. Uh... To replace Tielemans, by the way, just no, to put no, that no. out there. But um, yeah, I mean, I th- there's a couple of things I really like. I like, I love the fact that he's a, he's a Leicester lad. Love his boots. Um, <laughs> he just, I love his hair. It's and, definitely what the sort of thing and where we have a bit more stuff. hair. Don't forget yeah, yeah. his moustache. You know, I think we'd have had our hair swept back like that in the 80s. 
<laughs> certainly in the 90s, early 90s. A bit of modern romance, isn't it? <laughs> and, uh, but but the, the other thing, just you, you've mentioned his attitude in, in a sense there. There was an instance in the Leeds game where he, it was by the touchline, and he got barged over. And um, I, every other player on that pitch would have argued to the, to the, and the, the ref gave the throw in or the goal kick to Leeds. Every other on, player on the pitch would have would have running up to the to the ref and certainly moaning and appealing for the decision. He didn't do that. So maybe there's a bit of naivety there, but I actually really liked it. It might have cost us a throw in or or a, or a corner even, but I thought, wow, he's he's you know he's he's got a bit of respect about him as well. He's just you know from an attitude point of view, he really does tick every box so far. Yeah, everything no, we've seen, I'm, doesn't he? It's actually it's a, it's a it's a really good point. I mean, uh, I think you're right. I think he I think he has got the right attitude. I mean, he's one of these players that's he's gone out on loan. He's been he was outstanding at Luton, wasn't he? He's been brilliant. Um, he's worked hard to get back into the you know to get back to where he wants to be. Has done that, and it is refreshing when players don't moan at the ref because we all know that players moaning at the ref isn't going to make a jot of difference. To the to the decision yeah. that's been made, so there's no point doing it. Um, so yeah, great. I mean, long may it continue, and long may it continue to improve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, performance against Leeds was worrying for me. I, th- I think you know, really, as I said, encouraged by Burnley, did feel like a step back. Is it just that? Mad, you know, are we that reliant? If we're not going to have Telemans next season, if we're going to have this Telemans for the rest of this season, you know, we we have become therefore much more reliant on James Madison, even with Barnes having a blinder. Yeah, well, it's, it's finding players that can play through to the players that need it. And, you know, we've talked about our defence being out. If if Telemans, you know, the Telemans might as well not have been there, frankly, on Saturday, and Madison wasn't, that's that's our two main midfielders. You know, we've, we've, we've bigged up Jewsbury Hall, but frankly, that they've been our, um, the, you know, the linchpin of our side for a couple of seasons. So, Suddenly, it's not only the defence, the whole, you know, the creative side of the midfield's gone as well. So, I, I don't think it's any great surprise. I, I just think we're having one of those seasons where we're, we're a little bit up and down. But it wasn't a great performance against Leeds. Absolutely spot on. But do you know what? The difference is we didn't concede and we went on and won the game. And I, I don't think we, I don't think we were that bad. I, I almost think it's just one of those games where, we, we kind of looked worse than we actually were. I felt all the players were trying, apart from Telemans. I'm not saying he wasn't trying, that's not fair, but he, he was he was off the pace. Um but yeah, it's 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 tough to put your it's tough to put your your, your finger on it. But we you know, two clean sheets, two wins, and I'm I'm the wind on the bounce, isn't it? I want to say, I want to say, oh, we haven't I'm, won two. I'm pretty sure it is because we've already won in any games, have we? So, yeah, I, well, yeah, exactly. I'm sure, so, I'm sure it is. So, I suppose the positive there is we've got some positives from Jewsbury Hall. The attack looked look decent. Um, I was a little surprised to find Chowdhury starting at right back. Um, yeah. I, I wonder whether there was some some other options that we could have considered there, like, uh, well, I don't. I don't well, know. Vont- I mean, Vontae Daly Campbell, I can't remember. Is he, did he play on the left? But he's sort of disappeared a bit, hasn't he? Rogers obviously thinks he's not quite ready. Well, but I mean, I mean, he did. The, by the way, he did all right, Chowdhury. Yeah, no, he no, he did. He he did. But to play him on the right, I mean, okay, it shows it shows that you you trust him. But yeah, again, I mean, the fact that given that Amarty was a a right back, 
the fact that he's not playing, I mean, thank goodness that Vestergaard's not getting in the side. I mean, yeah. when, you, when you've got a ready-made central defender there, uh, yeah, because you, you right back, as you say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah quick, quick, quick question for you then. W- would you? Um, I don't know what Amarty's contract situation is. It's not something I've ever worried about. <laughs> never, <laughs> never, never lost sleep over that particular <laughs> Leicester City base this year. W- would you? Let's say his contract was up or up in a year. Would you give him another contract if it was? Like, let's say you, you know, you had the decision to make tomorrow. Would you? Would you give him another contract? Yeah, I think you know what. I, I think I think I would. I think he's I think he's versatile enough to have deserved deserved it and he's and he has stepped up and you know what he's 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 been one of our he's been a, a, one of our more reliable defenders hasn't he really he's, I don't think he's made as many mistakes as Sancho um, he's got he's got a clang I mean there was nearly a clangor wasn't there then yeah, no, I, no, I'm no. sort of a bit with you I, I think you know a little, I, 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 I've sort of stated on this part. I don't think he's Premier League level, and, and I still don't. But I do agree with you. He's one well, of the he, few players this season that has significantly improved. Yeah, now, I think he needed no, to. Yeah, I think I don't want him to be a starter. No, but I think someone there as a as a to go on the bench or to play in like some the cup games. I think he, you know, I think he's done enough to to deserve that. But you know. When Fafana comes back, and you know, if and when Evans comes back, and if Evans doesn't, you know, we, we need to be looking at another central defender, you know, a new signing. I think, um, he, yeah, he's done enough to the fact that he can play in other areas to to get a to get a contract without without a doubt. So yeah, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to see him stay. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying I agree with you. Let's move on and have a um, quick look at the Europa League. So before we do that. We've it's a table for two tonight. We've got one dilemma for each for each other, haven't we? I'm going to give you yours now, okay? Because yours is to do with the Europa Conference. So, I am offering you Leicester City win the Europa Conference, but only get forty million for Telemans in the summer. Um, I that's straightforward. Um, we should always always accept the trophy and I don't think we'll get much more than 40 million for him anyway so I'm going to go for I would like us to win the Europa Conference League and sell Yuri for 40 million I th- say that and I what? wouldn't and you, the, the, the reason the, the reason, reason I wouldn't would. is I, I think this summer is I'm a bit, bit, little bit like you I'm getting a little sucked into the Europa Conference League now we've got past the team well, that very, was, ex- was, very was, excited about beating Roma in the final yeah, well, we having beat Randers, who were created in two thousand and three. Uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how we go against Ren, which we'll come on to. But the the reason I wouldn't norm is that I I think this summer's really really important for this football club, and I, and I think we need a big budget. And we bought Telemans for forty. If we you know if we don't make any money on him, I think that is going to seriously hamper us for the next season or so. So I wouldn't, but I'm not surprised to. So you say you would. Right, what do you think then about... Um, so we've got Wren. Uh, we did eventually dispatch Randers in a less than ideal way, I suppose. But uh, this is going to be a step up. They're fourth in uh, Ligue 1 in France. Um, four wins out of the last five league games. They are apparently a very, very entertaining team to watch. Play good football. Um, second leg at their place. Feels like um, a proper challenge. I have to say... I, but when I when we first drew them, I I kind of thought, oh, you know, French 
not a very big French team. And then I sort of did a bit of research around it. I thought, actually, this could be uh, this could be quite a challenge. This one. Yeah, I think it's I think it's one of the hardest draws we could have um, we could have got. To be honest, um, I, I, I noticed that whilst they, you know, obviously they're not top of the French league, they are they are up there, but also had the, the best goal difference aside from um, PSG, which does suggest that they score quite a few. Um, yeah. So the fact that they're entertaining, that that kind of fits in with that. And I suppose a goal, a free, freely goal-scoring side against our semi-makeshift defence, there there could be some um, there could be some issues there. But I, I'm I'm very hopeful that if we can get over this, that we've got a really good shot at this now. So I, like I say, I think Ren is a tough draw, but. If we can get a good result at home, get a, another clean sheet, um, I, I can I can see us going. I can see us progressing. Um, not what, what, what's a good re- what 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 is a good result? What do we need to get in the home leg? Two win by two. <laughs> yeah, two goal, two two clear goal, two nil. You, if they offered you two one now, you wouldn't take it. Um, do you know what? I, I think I probably would. I think I'd take. I think I think, I, was, I, think I would with this defence. I think if I was offered, if, yeah, I think if I was offered a fourth consecutive victory um, at two-one, so you've got a lead going into the next leg, then yeah, I would accept it. But I, I do, I do fan, I do fancy us to to to, um, to to win the game on on Thursday. It'd be interesting to see what side he plays. I mean, I don't, I don't think Daka was injured at the weekend, was he? I'm, I'm wondering whether. How Brendan's thinking about this with Arsenal on Sunday? Um, uh, just just on being... that, no, I'm mean, shocked by the strength of the team. In the second leg against Randers, yeah, I I wonder whether that's just was just a part of a confidence thing. You know, we've not, you know, he wanted to make sure that we'd get through, but also give the players a bit of time t- together to try and, uh, you know, get get a win and hopefully to sort of see that roll on into the into league form. Um it's 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 hard to say. I, I, I think he'll play I, I think he wants to win this competition. It is looking like uh the best way into Europe. Although with these couple of wins and the way that the other teams are going, top six is certainly not completely out of the question oh all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. cannot be so you're not serious, are you? It's not. It's not out of the question. Not. Not. You know. Top six. Top seven. You know. It's. Uh, I don't think we will. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. But the way. You know. If we win our game in hand, suddenly we're sat in like ninth, and with our games in hand on the other teams, we can get quite. You can get quite close. It'd be. It could. It could be interesting if we have a good run. That's all I'm saying. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go crazy. But. Um, but I. I. I think he'll play a strong side on on Thursday. Um, I. I, I really do. So. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe maybe off it. the strength, maybe off the strength of the side that he played against Randers. The, the bookies have now got us as favourites for the Europa Conference League yeah, ahead of Marseille. Is, yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't think that's a great su- surprise. I mean, I think given our not this, I don't think given this year's form, that's probably warranted. But given how we have been recently, you know, I don't think it. I think I think that's not. Un, I think that's not unreasonable. And I suppose the other thing to consider is we we're not pushing for the Champions League, but I suppose teams like Rennes, if they're fourth in France, they've 
um that they've got they've got chances of getting into the, the the champions league through um through the french league um so i i suppose it, it, that they may be not quite as bothered about this competition as we might be now so yeah i don't know i think it's a very i think it'd be a very interesting tie i think that that's what yeah. i said i think we'll win and i think we'll go through but i, I think it, it it could be like nip and tuck you know, I can see it, the lead changing numerous times throughout the, uh, throughout the tie. Yeah, we'll see. It should be, it should be entertaining. It's just, uh, two teams are going to play a bit of football, hopefully. So, yeah, we, we'll see. Right, we need to talk about Arsenal. Do you want to do a di- dilemma before that? I would like to, I would like to do my dilemma before, please. Right, far away. Recently, there's, okay, so recently there's been a few rumblings about um, whether Schmeichel might, like a new challenge so my my dilemma for you is um a direct swap now schmeichel for nick pope oh that's a really good one because obviously the heart just says no and and actually the heart is going to win this so no but i do think it's because <laughs> it's because it's Michael, you're, you know you're nearly in body territory aren't you um, yeah, commercially and, I, I, and strategically, it probably would be a sensible move, wouldn't it? What, by the way, what goalkeeper is Pope? Yeah, I think. He, I mean, I how, think how he's good? And how I, good was he? I, yeah, no, that's it. And he's he's in England. He's young, and I I I think that although it would hurt the fact that Schmeichel is getting on a bit, and I think maybe a new challenge is something that he he needs now if we're not you know if, we've, if we're not in Europe next season for instance I'm, I don't think he will leave it in the summer but uh, that, uh, for me I think I'd, I, I would take Nick Pope as a as the, the as a moving forward you know a step forward to having a really really good keeper but so I disagree with you well, we, but I understand we've disagreed why. with each, each of the dilemmas which means they're very good ones this, this week so yeah brilliant <laughs> uh, yeah no for the the, other, the, other, the thing for me I think until I has talked a lot about this on this show which is the the leadership and i i would just worry you know if if he's not around but so maybe maybe in in our summer revamp that we're that we're hoping for we, we can address that issue anyway right it's, as you oh, oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt sorry to interrupt very 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 briefly it's interesting on that leadership thing i can't remember who it was i heard talking about it but they were talking about the the like leaders and, and like the noise of people and some commentator or a pundit said that uh, Schmeichel during lockdown was undoubtedly like the, the, the loudest person they heard on a football pitch. <laughs> really? Yeah, the cameras picked yeah. him out. So, I mean, crowds, I can't, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. listeners, I can't remember who, you know, I, I can't back up, I can't back up <laughs> that statement. I can't remember who it was. Maybe I was dreaming. But um, th- that's that's why I did it on the TV. So it doesn't surprise me that, you know, when you're talking about leaders, you know, for him to be loud like that, that 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 is a good reason to keep him. I appreciate that, Tim. Well, let's see if you can back up your slightly ridiculous statement about us still having an outside chance of qualifying for Europe. Because we, if we're going to do that, we're surely going to have to beat Arsenal. And, and which, of course, we will. <laughs> so no, no, no problem there. Look, Arsenal are having they're having a good season, aren't they? I mean, they. If you were Arsenal now, you it would it's almost like us, you know, how we've been in the last couple of years. You'd be pretty disappointed now wouldn't you if you um if you didn't manage to 
win the um, you know get into fourth. Yeah, so I mean, um, it's, it's just a you know let, let, let's be honest. I mean, and people had a pop at us when we won the league, didn't they? Know what what a weak league it is. What a weak league it is this year. You know, I mean, Arsenal and Spurs of and West Ham and Man U have all been really pretty poor this season. And as, as you say, Arsenal have got as good a chance as anyone is finishing for. Well, I, I think they've got the best chance. I mean, I think I think Arteta's done a actually. I think he's done a very good, very good job there. I think they're a lot better than they have been. But again, it, it is it's, it is a season where it appears no one really wants to finish fourth. Now. Um, I think Sunday, we we were discussing earlier about whether, you know, we, have we got, you know, has as we turned the corner a little bit with the two clean sheets, we've had a couple of good results, we, we threw in Europe. I, I actually think um, the game on Sunday is quite a, could be quite a nice barometer and it wouldn't surprise me at all if we went there and got a result, um, which of course I will be predicting that we win. Um, so, yeah, I... I, I and if we if we if we do win that, then that again that keeps the top the fourth place open not for us but for for Man United and Wolves and West Ham and Spurs. It, it will keep it excited, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough game because I, 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 I do quite admire what Arteta's done, and I think he's a fairly strong man management manager. He's got rid of Aubameyang, hasn't he? And um, he hasn't taken any rubbish from Ozil previously. Um, so I think he's got them moving in the right direction, and I think they'll continue to progress. So I don't want to—I don't want to be too negative on Arsenal, but um, I do still think without all our injuries, we would have um, been up there. Yeah, um, and I, I, quite, I kind of quite fancy us on on Sunday, although it will be a it will be a tight, a tight, tight game. I'm quite sure. So midfield uh, is my question for you. So uh, you yep. played Barnes. He played Tielemans and he played Dewsbury Hall um, in the absence, and obviously Ndidi, in the absence of Madison. If Madison's fit, I think I think we're both going to say Madison starts. Um, who doesn't out of that lot? Tielemans. You dropped Tielemans, right? Yeah, I think I think I, I think I would just because of his. He he's not showing enough at the moment, you know. He's, he's 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 not on form, so I think it'd be harsh on Dewsbury Hall and Barnes not to feature. We're not going to drop in Didi because he's a different player. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be interesting. I'm just wondering whether there's any way that they could um fit fit them both in. You know, yeah, who, I, do, I, I, th- I think to get all of that lot, in, I, I agree with you, by the way. I, th- I think I, I, ordinarily, I, th- I think it would be Dewsbury Hall would, would step There's back. an argument for all Brighton to like miss out, I suppose. Yeah, although he's done well, hasn't he? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not criticising all Brighton. Yeah. I'm just thinking that, but it's Arsenal. I think what you've got to think about is Arsenal have been, they are, they are fourth. They are currently, the table suggests they are much better than we are. Um, I don't know whether going gung ho is the way forward. So I think Jews, I think Jewsbury Hall. I, I I think the team that started against um, Leeds is is fine. I would like, but if Madison is back, I would. He, he's he's kind of got to play because of what he he gives you and him playing Vardy through. And we could play him on the break beautifully and uh, quite easily get a nice smash and grab like we did like last season there when we won one nil. 
Um, yeah, it was quite defense. Defense picks itself, with the exception of right back. So it'd be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, what, what I mean, they do there, and then obviously yeah, you, Vardy, you, you could Vardy keep you could keep Albright in the side by knocking him back in to replace Chowdhury. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I, I can't second guess. I can't second guess Brendan at all. So it'll be a, it'll be interesting to see, and hopefully, I mean, the main thing is coming out of the game on Thursday with without any injuries. Um, yeah. So with any look, he'll have a full a full complement to to select from. Let's hope so. So let's have some predictions. Um, Killer has gone for Arsenal 2, Leicester City 2. What about you, Norm? I'm going to go for 2 1 Leicester. And I'm going to balance it. I'm going to go 2 1 Arsenal, actually, in a slightly Scroogey, Grinch like way. I just, I've got a feeling that. Yeah, and that's, that's that not their, unreasonable. Their attackers I mean, might, might have a bit of a field day. Yeah, that look, that's, that's not an unreasonable prediction at all, is it? I mean, Arsenal have been doing well this season. It's, I mean, let's be clear. I mean, my, my predictions are always Leicester victories. So if, if 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 you could read what my head is saying, it might well be more akin to the score you've suggested. But um, I don't like to admit that. Well, we've got a very tight predictor table. We've got you um, after the Burnley and Leeds games where no one got the exact result. We all got... Uh, the Leeds outcome right. Uh, and you got the Burnley outcome as, right as well. So you're on 16, Killer on 17, me on 18. Tremendously close as we go into the final part of the season. And tremendously uh, low scoring, this demonstrating that our yes. predictions are not that great. <laughs> Along with all of our other opinions. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, if you want to try and correct those or join in with, with getting a lot of things wrong, it's LeicesterCityPubcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you, Norm. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed the Leicester City podcast, please subscribe and tell everyone about it. If you hated the Leicester City podcast, please keep it to yourselves. See you next week.